0: Hi, welcome to Bits of Berlin. I'm Tam. And I'm Bodo. And we're back. And we're here with Marie and Kat from Heart of Code. Um, Welcome to Bits of Berlin. Hello. Hey. Um, Maybe to start off, could the two of
1: you give a quick introduction? Yeah, my name is Marie. I am actually um, a student of Social Sciences and Gender Studies here in Berlin at the Free University. But about one year ago, I became involved with programming, um, due to a Braille's Girls Beginners workshop. And uh, then I did something with digital rights. I did a, like an internship with an NGO. Um, and then I, I kind of, um, was, um, part of Crypto Parties was part of the RailsGhost community. And then um, I became more and more involved with coding and digital rights.
2: Yeah, and um, I'm Kat. I actually have a background in cognitive science, but I started studying computer science a couple of years ago because the, the computer part of the, it seemed more appealing than the new, neuroscientific part after a while. Um, and I worked for the Open Knowledge Foundation doing sort of freedom of information stuff and digital rights. And um, I'm also active in the in the hacking community in Berlin. And last year, started the Heart of Code.
0: Cool. And do you want to explain what the Heart of Code is?
2: Well, the Heart of Code is a hack space for women and girls um, that we are starting right now in Berlin. Or actually, we started last year in, in the summer. We sort of had the idea, and then we started networking and getting uh, women from the Berlin tech community together. Um, to form this hack space and currently we are meeting once a week in another hack space and uh, collecting funding to, to get our own space.
0: So what is a hack space then? What do you do while you're there? And why is it important for the community to have such a place?
1: Um, I'm actually quite new to this whole hacking space um, scene so I'm not really an expert um, on it, but I'm um, kind of um, what like what I understand a hack space should be is just basically having a space where like-minded people meet. Um, and this case, in 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 the case of of hack spaces, it's obviously about um, coding together or, or like I don't know, doing soldering together or like looking. At your computer, inside your computer, <laughs> um, but it could also be talking about stuff that relates to to the internet to digital rights. Um, it depends on i don't know on the people on the community of the hack space maybe
2: generally it's a, it's, a, it's a place to get together and work on projects and projects and ideas related to technologies um, I think, and also a place that gives uh, Oh, where you have the the equipment like professional equipment to actually work with that because maybe if you if you're interested in, in, in if you need a laser cutter or something you won't have that at home or maybe you don't have a soldering station and then you can can get there and work with uh proper equipment
3: and why do you think you need a women-only hack space then the thing is,
2: there, there is a lot of cool women in the hack scene, but there's not a lot of them. So there, there was a couple of ideas that got together. The one thing is to actually connect all the women that are already there and sort of build a network and, uh, then suck more women into this network because there's not a lot of places where women can actually go and, um, um, experience technology or interact with technologies. Uh, yeah. So, so we, we're trying to, to give a space to do that?
1: Uh, I think there are actually lots of spaces in Berlin or in, in other, in other places, in other cities, in other countries. And obviously women can go there. I mean, like, they're not... Um, Nobody is saying, like, no women allowed. Um, but magically, they just don't go there. So it's um, a, a friend and a member of the Heart of Code, Paula, said, like, um, if, you're, if you're opening up a, a hack space for women... Um, suddenly being female doesn't matter anymore it's about the technology and I think this is a very good point and it's kind of the upside down explanation why a female hack space could make sense Mm -hmm. and I really like it
2: and also if you just open because we got the question a lot it's like okay why are you separating yourself why this is this is sexist it's like you're excluding people (laughs) this is against hacker ethics to exclude people and i agree to that um but the thing is if you just open a space and you you say like okay here's the hack space come hacking then the boys come it's like it's like this was every hack space it's like they're all open to women but the women don't go there there's like very few women in hack spaces so um we thought like a good hack of that would be to just (laughs) have a a space specifically for women so the women come and they do like the the there's a lot of them out there, and uh, we, have, we have quite a big community by now, which is very nice.
3: You could see that all, also with the Rails Girls hackathon things. So there were lots of things where you could learn to program, but it was very male-dominated field. And then they started to do the Rails Girls events, and if you look at the the amount of people who who apply for those, it's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes it's triple triple as much. Uh, applicants than places yeah. we have that in our workshops as well we do a lot of workshops also beginner-friendly workshops and yeah there's always so much more demand than we can give the people so i think it's a really important time to create these opportunities
3: you said that you started last year with your arts of code how did you start where was the beginning
2: um, I think the beginning actually was at camp, like Chaos Communication Camp, because there, there was uh, once again one of these times where you you met incredibly awesome <laughs> women, and you're like, "Where have you been?" It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, I like, I work, and then I go home, and I do other stuff because I'm not really part of the hacking community. And then we're like, okay, we have to we have to get together and do something. And then we yeah. started out with a small group, like five girls, uh, and what we did was basically we just send like we 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 put a made a doc like a a pet <laughs> um, and just uh, sort of wrote down a couple of ideas about a, a, a women's hack space. And then we sent it around to, to women we knew in the, in the community and they spread it in their network. So it got uh, it, it, a far reach out a wide, okay, well, it got widespread <laughs> and um, yeah. And then we just got together and then had a meeting and we're like, okay, let's do this. And um, it started. <laughs> How many people are members at this point? Um, we don't have official members yet because okay. we still didn't found the, um, the non-profit. Um, but we have in our wider community, like 400 people, like wow. the passive community, which like are receiving the newsletter. And then in our like more active community of, uh, women who come to the workshops regularly and uh, are in our Slack channels, um, are about 50 now.
3: It's a good number.
0: Yeah, especially yeah. for only being around for like less than a year at this point. That's that's incredible. I think.
2: Yeah, but I think it's really time. Like there's a, a lack like, of forums to to interact with technologies, or uh, it's there's a high barrier to get into programming and to get into the hacking scene um for example the the normal hack spaces i think the 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 general idea of people of what's happening there is like there's like these super nerds with like little (laughs) hoodies sitting in (laughs) a cellar just like going on at their consoles um and i think if you if you're a girl who wants to get uh, to to work with technologies you don't run into a hack space you don't go to the ccc you're like okay this is not my place it's not a place for me Mm -hmm. um but if you offer beginner-friendly workshops, like specifically for girls, they come. You know. Yeah,
1: I remember um, that I I presented like the the idea of the hut of code at the the last Rails Girls beginners workshop. And I completely forgot uh, to explain what Hackspace hack space is about. And I just said, like, look here, there's a hack space. Come, um, to our weekly meetings. And then, um, in my gr- when I came back to my group of students, um, one was approaching me and said, like, yeah, but hack space, isn't that like hacking? Isn't that illegal? <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, and, and I reminded, it, it reminded me of uh, being a beginner, like, one year, um like before. and I thought again, of um there's a there's this need of kind of um, translating uh, like nerd words or like geeky words, because people tend to be very shy about uh, looking beyond um, the surface of what you're doing with your computer. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like so many or like almost everyone is interacting with smartphone or computers on a daily basis. but there's so much, like yeah feeling like uh, they're not capable of changing something behind the scenes and this Mm -hmm. is like really um a very sad fact that i kind of want to change with this initiative what did you
3: do after you've started last year did you directly started to do workshops or did you just start with meeting regularly
2: yeah regular meetings and then we we also started with like the funding proposals um we were trying to get funding from companies that we were sort of ideologically okay with, so that that was a big part of what we did last year and then we started like sort of organizing the workshops and uh getting together uh speakers or teachers who who can. Uh, give workshops and then uh, we started the workshops in january
0: what then, kind of workshops do you give
2: um we had like lots of different ones we had like about cryptography like a crypto party We have beginners workshops in python we had um, data visualization hardware workshops soldering yeah and then ah, actually in, in in march we um we applied for the code week award which is sort of an award in sustainable coding programs for teenagers Um, and we won and we got awarded 5,000 euro uh, to work with teenagers so um, this month we start uh, workshops with girls from 14 to 18 that do basic things like um, we have one that is called, How Does My Computer Work? And we're going to mm. disassemble computers and show them like the CPU and the ROM and how everything gets together. And then we want to do a little bit of soldering and have like transistors. Um, then do, do some shell, just some shell commands so that you can actually, I think that's, that that's, feels like witch magic. If you've never yeah. done it before, it's like this <laughs> magic black window with the green, uh, writing and you just they can tell your computer straight from there what to do. And I think that's uh, very enlightening that <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, did the first girls workshop we're going to do the 25th this month. And then we have another one on how the internet works. And, uh, one on, on cryptography and why it's important to encrypt.
1: I think there's one about software, one about
2: hardware, one about cryptography, and the last one. the open data one in mind, but we didn't, uh, plan with that. I didn't think we another one. <laughs> coming, there's another one coming. And then we're also going to do another crypto party, uh, soon because when we did the crypto party, uh, we expected like 25 people maybe. And a week before it started, we had like already 55 applicants. And we had like, okay, hey, no, sorry, we are full. And there were women from Lübeck oh. who Aww. wrote us. Who we're like, yeah, um, I'm from Lübeck, but I think it's really important. And yeah, it was crazy. Like there's really a big need. Yeah, <laughs> for, it shows that. that the
0: need is there for sure. Yeah. Who's teaching these workshops?
2: Uh, it's a woman from our community.
0: okay. Okay. Is it all women who are teaching them like the whole time?
2: Yes. I mean, we had one guy doing it, but it was only because the the girl wanted to do it. She got sick last minute Mm -hmm. and then we tried to get a replacement, uh, which was a girl, but um, couldn't because it was uh, too close. And then uh, we asked this guy, who's actually a friend of mine, and Mm -hmm. um, he has done it. A lot of times, and he actually, him and a friend developed a little soldering kit for beginners.
0: I think that's great though, because it also shows like when you have women teaching women, it gives them role models, you know, and it, it shows women that like they can do that as well because um, a fellow woman has taught them how to do that. I think that was a big thing with the Rails Girls workshops. When I first started, all the coaches were men, and then slowly as the years have gone by, there's more and more women who are teaching other women. I think it's very right. powerful.
2: Yeah, it's super important. I think the the role model factor also within our this whole construct. I mean, there's a, a couple of things the heart of code does, and the the role model thing is very important. And um, in in the workshops, like the teachers are, are women, but also to get more women on stages because if you see women and take up on stages, mm-hmm. you have role models, and you see okay, there's this lady and she's doing something awesome, and I can do it too. Um, yeah, that's also part of our work and I think we're, we're trying really hard to get out there right now because mm-hmm. uh, um, Fiona for example she's on stages a lot and uh, she, I was last year I said like okay yeah but this is, I don't, this is not for me that's really hard I hate speaking in front of people and she was like yeah cat but if you want more women on stages you have to go on stages and you have to be a role model yourself and you know I was scared too in the beginning but it gets easier you have to do it and then I started doing it and I started going to conferences and um it does get easier, and like I'm very happy. And then we are trying to get all the other cool girls from the Heart of Code also to go on stages and on all the big conferences. We like now on the Republica and the Open Tech Summit and stuff. We always had a couple of girls who were doing talks. For example, Marie did a talk <laughs> on Republica.
3: <laughs> now you you meet regularly once a week, you said, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you meet now?
2: It's um,
1: uh, also a very new hack space. It's called X-Hein. Um, in Friedrichshain. <laughs> and it's, um, I think it's a friend of, it was a friend of Heart of Code, let's say, who opened <laughs> up the dark yeah. space. And he, um, and we kind of, um, now have the opportunity to have one day. It's actually every Thursday is Heart of Code Day. <laughs> we can do whatever we want, <laughs> um, at this space. Um, and the space aims to be a little bit more like family friendly, which is also totally, Good for us. Yeah. Um, uh, it's very nice. Um, it has some, like, some trees in it. Uh, it's, it's like a very cozy, nice hack space for us. We're very happy with that hack space.
2: Yeah, it's a, a forest-themed hack space. It? They, they just started it in May, Um Yeah, and also it's a little bit aimed at families and they want to work with the schools around. It's in Friedrichshain, Grunberger Straße. Yeah, and then uh, Felix, who founded it, came to us and said like, yeah, hey, um, don't you want to have like a regular meeting day in in our hack space until you get your own hack space? And we're like, yeah, that sounds like a very good uh, idea. And I think actually it's a match made in heaven. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we meet there every Thursday. Technically, we have all day, but usually peak, key person only shows up at four or five (laughs) and then we're there in the night and yeah
0: do you just work on anything in the evening or do you have those are when you have your workshops like can someone just go and work on whatever they want or what's sort of the plan
2: um well you can come and work on whatever that you want um but we're also planning to have like a, a cultural program to have um a tech book club or qualcode what? readings uh, qualcode source code readings um or um what other events that we have planned movie
1: night watching snowden movie <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
2: um yeah so that we we wanted to have like some some events in the night um um but also maybe workshops mm-hmm. so uh, the workshop, for the workshops, we also, we can also use the space on, on other days, uh, obviously. And we also have a lot of, um, other spaces and offices that we can use, like, for example, Wikimedia and the Open Knowledge Foundation and Posteo. So if we have bigger workshops, we can go there.
1: It's actually also about, yeah, if, um, if you, like, that the, the idea would be, if you are interested into doing something special or if you want to learn something, or if you want to teach something, um, you should just like, you should just uh, come up with this idea and like present it and see, um, if a workshop somehow, um, is possible about it. So this is like the idea of how of code. Like, um, if you want to do a workshop on, I don't know, Python, um, let's do it. So and then we'll, we'll kind of ask the community, um, if there's someone who would be um, who would be willing to
2: do a workshop or I don't know. Ideally, it works the other way around. I think ideally, yeah. someone from the community says yeah, no, like no, I no. have something to share and <laughs> yeah. they do a workshop. So. Yeah,
1: sure, but I mean, like it's it's both sides. It's goes yeah. either way. Yeah, I guess.
2: And then we also have hack days. Like uh, this is before we had the space, we had a hack day once a month where we just all get together and everybody works on their projects. And then if you if you get in. Trouble or you have like some bug, and you yeah. don't know how to like get rid of it. Um, you can just ask your neighbor and everybody brings food and um, That was also always really nice. We was like twenty to twenty five people and everybody just doing their own stuff, and there were a couple of beginners in the middle who were doing like online tutorials, and then they're like, ah, I don't know how this works' like easy, easy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we should really start that again.: Is the idea then to um, have
0: your own hack space in the near future?
2: Yeah, uh, yes, that was the idea from the beginning. Okay. And I remember when 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 Felix started with the egg sign and we were there and we were helping him like painting and stuff. We we're just like uh, we wanna we wanna <laughs> have our own egg space. We wanna paint our own egg space. We wanna like um, uh, decorate our own hex Um Yeah, that, that was the idea. Yeah, from the beginning, and we're still working on that. It's a little bit a problem with the uh, property prices, commercial yep. property in Berlin. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, we can't right now finance it by just member fees because mm-hmm. we can also not charge as high member fees as like other hack spaces. Um, because it, it, women just don't earn that much. It's really a problem. Um. We had a a survey last year where we asked like, okay, what do you actually want from a hackspace? What are your ideas? And we also asked about like sort of the amount of money people are willing to pay. And it's, um, yeah, it wasn't that much. Um, so we thought, okay, we need to get money from somewhere else. So we are trying to get funding now and we have like a different task force. We have like the commercial task force. Um, Uh, targeting uh, um companies for sponsoring which is difficult because we like for example we don't want google money or microsoft money or apple money it's like it should be open source money or somehow like okay money and then those companies don't have that much money to spare but um we we are talking to some right now and then we have a, a team which is uh, looking into um, public funding. And then we have another team with a crowdfunding campaign. And I think that's, that's maybe the, the, the best option to get money in the crowdfunding because there's no strings attached. And it's like a community effort and it's a little bit of redistribution of wealth. Because I think a lot of uh, money generated in that crowdfunding campaign would actually come from the hacking community who will, um, benefit from, 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 from our whole project because the idea is to, to, to get more women to the hacking community. and uh, Yeah.
0: Hypothetically, if someone is listening right now who has a big chunk of cash and they want to give it to you, who should they contact? How do they get that uh, money to you? Oh, well,
2: hello at heartofcode.org. Okay. You, can, you can reach all of us on that. It's our uh, communal email Absolutely address. no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or come by on Thursdays uh, at Grünberger Straße Yeah, we can meet
3: us. Do you already have your non-profit founded? Yeah.
2: Well, I think, I hope we, we, we sent in the um, satsung, the work, r- r- whatever, um, our papers, uh, this, <laughs> this week. It's like, Eurocadic we actually stuff. finished it like months ago, but then our lawyer was on holidays. Like, we have a lawyer who's checking everything and it's in founding.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. <laughs> okay. So your current plan is after you finished founding your NGO and everything is done there. To to get the money for your own space, is that right? Yeah. Do you have a time schedule for that already, or is it just in the next future or something like that?
2: Well, I mean, actually, it was supposed to be late summer that we have a space. I think by the end of the year, it's quite realistic. I think when we if we do the crowdfunding, um, then we'll we'll do the campaign maybe in October after the summer because yep. in the summer everybody's on holidays yes. and doesn't have time to donate and mon- doesn't have money to <laughs> donate. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I can see us having a, a Christmas party at our own space.
3: Oh, <laughs> cool. Did you already start searching for an office space? Yeah, uh, no,
2: in Berlin. It's like the, the market is so fluctuant. Yeah, like, I think If you don't have the money to pay for it, you don't
3: have to start looking. What would the room size of your ideal hack space? Be? Doesn't, Need to
2: be that big, actually. I think maybe sixty square meters would do, and then maybe two rooms. That you have like one big room where you can have uh, uh, workshops and events, and then a small room if you want to work uh, in peace and quiet. Um, yeah, that would be good. And a little kitchen so we can make food.
1: And internet. Yeah, and
3: internet. <laughs> internet would be, it would be a plus. Yeah. Yeah, it's sometimes problematic in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> And besides the room, what what do you think you want to have as stuff in the hack space? Welding machines.
2: Yeah, definitely. When I want to have like a, a hardware bench with uh, soldering irons, and like stuff for electronic um, uh, hardware work, and then tools like actual like saws and 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 and, and all of that drills and then a 3d printer and maybe if we can afford it a laser cutter would be nice um yeah i think that's that's basically all you need we need a projector we need a proper um, sound system
1: tables chairs
3: yeah average oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe some cups
0: yeah <laughs> lots of mate
2: oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we need a uh, um a drink machine i heard that's like the 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 best source of income it's like we uh, we talked to a lot of hack spaces when we when we started this. Like we we went to, to hack spaces all over Germany and some abroad as well. And we asked everybody it's like, hey, how did you get started? Uh, where did you get your money from? It's like, what are your what were your problems founding a non profit or in the community? How do you make decisions? And um, all of them said we should have a, a drinking machine and that it <laughs> generates a lot of profit. It's very good to have like a drinking a drink machine with um mate and beer. Anything else? Just
1: maybe a general invitation to come by and just say hello and see if this is a space that might be interesting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I get like um, also many people who don't identify as female, um, like, um, <laughs> yeah, they approach me and they ask me, hey, that sounds really cool. Um, do you plan on having any meetings, which would be like everybody would be invited, um, we're st- Still, no, as as we still just have uh, the the weekly um, meeting, um, that's not um, still not happening. That we're inviting like everybody. It's still like primarily a space where women um, are invited. Uh, but I don't know. Like in the future, we could also have like uh, meetings where everybody would be welcome. Uh, we're just presenting projects um, by the people of the community or something. So um, it's it might be interesting for just um, anyone who feels like
2: wow that's a good cool thing I think yeah we were were planning on on having open days once we get our uh, 24-7 (laughs) Uh, 24-7 hackspace. I mean, <laughs> we also have, have open days. Yeah, actually, yeah, there's a big demand, I think, in beginner-friendly, um, workshops and, uh, places, um, for, for men as well. Because as Marie said, like, a lot of guys come, they're like, oh, it's so awesome. Can I come? We're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Um, which, I think the the X sign us a little bit. I think they're they're a little bit more beginner friendly. Like we can go. I think they also do a hardware beginner workshop now for all genders. But uh, for us, it's like um, all all people who identify as women are very welcome to come by on Thursdays, and they can also check our calendar with the homepage heartofcode.org. We have a newsletter which comes monthly. Um sometimes in English <laughs> as well if we have time to translate it. Um, then we have a Twitter that handles hearts of code, not heart of code, uh, which is um, very active. And um, yeah, in the calendar, there's all the events and workshops. And then and if anybody wants to give a talk or a, a workshop, they can contact us and we'll set something up.
0: And you said also you have a slack channel is that open for anybody to
2: join? Or? um it's open for anybody to join, but they have to come by first so you I have see. to okay. um uh, make yourself known once so we sort of know who's in the channel but okay. then yeah it's like uh, anybody who comes by on on thursdays can can be part of the channel and it's very funny
1: um I was also thinking about um the the other like um uh, when this idea came up of uh, we want to have a female hack space there were also lots of people from the queer feminist community who it's, who, who, who were very interested in and who felt like this is a very good idea to have like alternative spaces hack spaces um so then we felt like okay we don't want or we we're not able because we're not like part of the community. Um, so what we're creating is a female hack space, not necessarily feminist, not necessarily queer. Um, so then there were other people who said like, okay, so let's do it on ourselves. And there's actually an initiative to create a, a queer feminist hack space, which I find awesome. I think it's not really... It doesn't it doesn't need to end with... We're not the last alternative yeah. hack space. Yeah. It's just about to begin, and I hope that there will be other hack spaces um, soon to come. And I find this is a very... We, it, we shouldn't be like... It shouldn't feel like everybody's doing um, his or her own stuff at their spaces. Uh, and I'm sure there will be communication. There will be an exchange.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That goes back to the the role model idea. Like people have seen you creating this hack space and then they see like, oh, we can do that as well. And we also want a place for us.
2: Yeah, it's really cute. Actually, we get a lot of requests like from all over Germany. It's like, oh, don't you want to open a hack space in Hamburg? Go <laughs> and open a hack space in Munich? Are you yeah. doing something in Cologne? And we're like, uh, <laughs> no, no, but do it, do it, <laughs> yeah. Do it yourself. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. Like I think it's 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 the time is now. It's like there's yeah. there's I don't know, like fifteen percent women in in the in the hacking community and in um computer science studies and in the in the in the working environment and software development and
3: that really needs to change now. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It would be nice if your thing would be a blueprint for others that they Definitely. can look at and then yeah. adapt mm. and then change a little bit to to their city and to their. Mm. Ideas that were really awesome. Yes,
2: absolutely. It's like um, if you want to open a hack space, uh, you can get in touch. We happily share all our experiences. Um,
1: Maybe you want to say why, could chose the, why we chose the name Heart of, Gold.
2: Yes, Heart of Code. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a reference to the Heart of Gold, which is the um, the spaceship with the improbability drive <laughs> from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And this is where also our uh, logo says. Um, 42 in binary, ah, okay. which is very convenient because actually we made <laughs> tattoos of this <laughs> and um, I printed them on the wrong way or I printed them on the right way. But then if you tattoo them, um, they are like... The, the wrong way but um, oh but it doesn't matter it's a palindrome ah nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's 42 both ways very lucky <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah our, our main goal is to 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 get a more diverse hacking community and I think we are on a, on a really good way and I hope we can also inspire other people to do the same
0: cool yeah well thank you so much for, for joining us yeah, and thanks for having us yeah hopefully we can do like a follow-up in a year or something yes, yeah, at way. your new right. hack space <laughs> yes <Yeah.
3: laughs> Yeah. yeah. That
1: would be great. Yeah.
3: Okay, that was it for our seventh episode. Thank you for listening to Bits of Berlin.
0: For our events section, we recommend if you identify as a woman to head down to Gruneburger Straße 14 um, to the Ex Hein hackerspace that we learned all about tonight. And uh, check out their diamond Salon. There you can hack on various projects and get to know uh, Kat and Marie.
3: And if you don't identify as female, there are lots and lots of hackerspaces all over Germany. Just Google for hackerspace in your city and you will definitely find someone for you.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.